Time right now is 8.43 at 97.3 FM WVLK. So what we're talking about, the hummingbirds, they're Mm -hmm. more into flowering plants. Correct. And in fact, they like, what is it, uh, morning glories they well they like a lot of things hummingbirds um you have to you have to think like a hummingbird um they're gonna like that trumpet shaped flower and they like bright colors reds and oranges and yellows okay um and the reason they want that long trumpet shaped flower is because that's the shape of their beak if you think about uh your little uh hummingbird feeders the little nectar feeder things um the shape of those are the shape of their beak, and so that's what they're after. Um, there's a laundry list of plants that are hummingbird attractants, and uh, some of them are going to be more so than not. Uh, the big thing I tell people on that is if you, you know, it's trial and error. You get a plant that says it's a hummingbird attractant, and you know you got hummingbirds in the area, but you don't see them, let's try something new. Um, okay. A lot of times, if you're having trouble with hummingbirds uh, being attracted to something you know is a hummingbird attractant, I suggest setting a feeder up, one of those little um, sugar feeders, okay. close by so that they can find the flowers and then remove the feeders once they start coming to the flowers regularly. All right. Well, that sounds like a good yes, idea. Sir. Sugar water is not bad for them? Well, you can, you can do a couple of things. There's tons of DIY recipes out there. Uh, some of, Or you can just buy the, you know, the nectar. And so it's pennies on the dollar. I mean, it's... but That's one of your cheaper gardening buys, yeah, right? Yeah, extremely cheap, yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, wait a minute. Not cheap. Value-priced. Value-priced, yeah. There we go. 97.3 FM, WVLK on a Saturday morning. I can't believe it, Bo, but we've yep. already almost blown through the first hour of this bad boy. Yeah. You've got an announcement you want to make, but let's get a couple phone calls let's in do it. here first. We've got David on the line. Good morning, David. Oh, howdy. Yeah, I was kind of interested in uh, endangered species and mm-hmm. whether or not uh, you get, like, the extension service or maybe you got some local... Uh, agency, uh, whether it's a state agency or whatever, they would know where uh, endangered species used to live in a county. You know, if they got wiped out up yeah. some valley by a subdivision or whatever, yeah, like uh, you know, fifty years ago, could they replant in there? Yeah, so uh, you know, things like uh, what was that one that was real big here a while back, Lady Slipper, I think it was. But you know, there are uh, not only agencies, but uh, conservation groups that uh, do document that stuff and keep track of it now i don't know um how well they keep track of it um on a day-to-day basis or anything like that but uh uh, there is plenty of publications uh through the university from older research and older um, site studies um for endangered species of plants and uh you know their habitat uh yeah yeah the um so you had like that earlier caller, and he wanted to have hummingbirds in there. Well, if there were some, like, are there seed libraries, right? And and so could, if somebody f- could figure out that they lived up some valley that used to have something mm-hmm. like that in there, could they go to that seed library and, you know, get authorization to replant? Or is there a limitation on how that gets passed out? Or how does that work? I, I'm not for sure how the... I know the seed libraries usually are uh, more of... Um 
long-term storage libraries, and they're not necessarily um, divvied out. Yeah. Uh, uh, for sure, majority of the time, it's to preserve the species in the event of complete extinction. Not um, uh, right. yeah, um, that's kind of the purpose of a library, like the big one up in Iceland. You know, the thing I would do mm-hmm. is, I think that the the initial suggestion is best is just get a hold of the county extension, extension office. Yep. And, and they might send you over to um, UK Ag. The, yeah, they might send you over to Hort or um, uh, somebody like that. But um, the the documents are there. But I don't know how um, how open they are with the seed libraries. Yeah. So sure, sure. Well, the other thing, kind of with it, you know, I'm wondering, like, if there was some certain kind of plant that every other kind of critter used to eat it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Quick as that, and it wouldn't it be having a trouble surviving because of that? Well, is there a way that, like, if somebody was in an apartment building, you know, a few yeah. floors off the ground, could they start, get started and let a bunch of seed, let it go to seed, and then be able to pass that seed out? You, you know? know, you know, it, it, it's not outside of the realm of possibilities yet. I think nobody has taken the initiative on that. Is the big thing though, um, and, and I think that comes down to you know dollars and and um, uh, things to that nature. Well, I was going to say again, you're number one. Another resource you might want to check out is mm-hmm. go over to the Arboretum and talk to them over there. Yeah, that the, might be a good resource. At uh, their uh, welcome center over there, their visitor center, they have an awful lot of specialized plant Correct. interest people over there. Correct. And in fact, that is part of their mission is preservation. Yeah, so. preservation. And listen, we got to run along, David. we got to run along. Thank you, David. Appreciate your call. Be advised, if you are south of Lexington, there are these areas of thunderstorm cells that are moving through the area. We've got 71 degrees downtown right now at your official weather station, 97.3 FM, WVLK.